0: You know what sometimes you need in the middle of winter? A pair of shorts. Sometimes you really need some t-shirts, maybe some a tank top. Yeah, I know winter's coming, so you guys probably need to stock up on your shorts, tanks, and your t-shirts. Um, so make sure you go to mermlife.com to get all of those. The shorts are coming out really soon. And they are the sponsor of this podcast, Merm. And if you guys enter the promo code drop at checkout anywhere on mermlife.com on any order you'll get 10% off so get stocked up get ready for winter get your tank top t-shirt pair of winter shorts and uh those are coming out soon again 10% off at checkout on any order if you enter height drop two words one space i think you gotta capitalize both the h and the d um so enjoy that here comes the podcast with kent johns on this episode um, we talk about some great stuff, but when we start the podcast, I just snuck in. I just pressed record. No one even really knew I was doing it. And they were in the middle of talking about, literally talking about wiping their ass. So it gets better from there, but um, it's a nice little sneak attack on this podcast. Enjoy. Okay, no, but it
1: against you. Like, three squares, right? Fold in half. One. Look. Okay. Fold that in half? What up? Look. Hey man, we got brazil on this bitch. Crumple, <laughs> three. Oh, see, I don't. I go. I go. Just because it's the one play. I don't think I. I, three I three rarely cards. go
0: for the third fold unless it's most just time. a little bit left yeah, over. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, It has to be just the most minute amount. I didn't
1: see this on the podcast. This Damn, is. I'm, right recording. <laughs> I'm recording. I'm <laughs> recording. Three, three scares of one play. I go triples, once fold once. That's it. That's it. Yeah, I all stop right, at two, right. but with the one play. Well, I trust but it. have you, do you have you ever done a no white? Oh, wait, wait, wait! Not a one wiper.
0: A true no you wiper. True, you a true wiper. You oh, you them walk. You drop the mic away. You shit and you, you leave. You shit. No. You know your body. You trust your body.
1: You accept there's no poop on your anus, up and out. No, you've never done you've one. one, one. one? No, I've hairy butt. So I like. had a super right. hot streak when I was Here's in college, which
0: is weird because I was eating a lot of like shitty food. But for a solid few months, I never had to wipe. <laughs> That's it was like, crazy that's like and I was never really confident enough to go for the no wiper until like about like a couple weeks in I was like
1: alright you know what I fuck this wipe if you're one wiper you dude yeah, I've been no wiping
0: like, I've been zero like yeah one wiping and having nothing be there for so long I was yeah. like, here's the thing no, I learned yeah.
1: though recently is that a lot of people wipe standing up what? what? Why? yeah what? well
0: it depends well,
1: I don't know I don't okay Stand. I I, I, like sometimes I get it. Stand. Sometimes I gotta get my ass. I get oh, off. Yeah, I get off the seat. Yeah. I leave okay. The seat. Okay. Depends. I, just, I rotate on my left ass. <laughs> yeah. 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 No, I'm no, gonna no, go I, left I, or right. I, I, I get both. I, I lean forward. Right. I lean forward. Yeah. I don't go sideways. I lean, so forward. lean forward. Girl. If
0: I'm in like, let's say I'm in some public restroom that I'm not particularly down with. I'll sit in most public restrooms. I don't give a shit. I'll sit oh, at the no, you do give a shit. I'll, but, I mean, I do. But I'll sit at the airport as long as it doesn't look like someone decimated it earlier. <laughs> like, if <laughs> there's no residue, I'm fine to sit down. Yeah. If there's, yeah. like, a little bit, if there's just, like, one cubic hair on the side, I'm like, oh, fuck. I'll have to wipe it, and then I'll be nice a little hesitant to sit down. A little pee drop, down. you're like, okay. Yeah. A little pee drop, maybe I'll, oh, yeah, maybe I'll just, I'll do my thing, but yeah. I'll still sit down. But when it just looks like shit, mm. it just, oh, when no. spray, yeah, you know, it's great yeah, you're not. Let's just now. choose another stall. Light. I
1: just remembered a story I have to tell you. Uh, Wait, you know, you know Booth fry. I know Booth fry. I ate windshield pizza the other windshield day. Windshield pizza. I came out. Where I did split, you find that? On my windshield. <laughs> <laughs> I put one pizza on my windshield. I guess the night before, and I found it, it was like windshield pizza. And the sun had heated it up, the so it's still warm. It. It warm oh, babe, so I, the I
0: ate cheese it. It's all nice and. Dim. Yeah, it was good to go. It's I not even leftovers at that
1: point. But well, yeah, I ate
0: windshield pizza. Welcome to Hydrop. Way. Welcome to Hydrop, ladies and gentlemen. Well, should we actually make this the thing? I, don't I think really? so, yeah. Yeah. Ah, well, I don't know. We might as well make it the thing, yeah. You guys just caught us in the middle of a conversation about shitting, and we transitioned into <laughs> windshield pizza. I uh, knew you, you um, would appreciate
1: it. That's why I
0: said it. No, I really appreciate it. Like, Vinny, Vinny's got these great just two-word descriptions for
1: uh, how I eat how, how he's, food, he eats yeah. his thing.
0: So one time he sat down, there was a fry. We were in a booth. He said, oh, booth fry. It's really right in now. his mouth. Walks away. Yeah.
1: Gotta... I found, a, I found a, uh, a, a small one of those little hard pretzels on the ground at the gym. Uh-huh. Like training, I was like the kids casters laugh. Oh, a gym pretzel. Gym pretzel. It <laughs> has to be two words. It has to be two words.
0: It's just where you found it and what it is. And what it is, and then you eat and it. then you eat it. So it was pigeon fry. <laughs>
1: so was well, pigeon fry. fry. You know what? You don't know about pigeon fry. No. Oh, this I mean, one was pretty self-explanatory. I mean, I I, was, and that's the
0: best part about these. You're like, oh, it's a oh, pigeon fry. Well, actually, fries this too, one gets confusing. Was it in its talons or was no, it, no, it just, in its like, mouth? In its mouth. I was in
1: line for a show in New York City, and it started to rain. So we like tried to like squeeze under this awning, and as we were doing that, someone knocked some fries out of my hand. And this pigeon—you know, pigeons in New York City I don't give a fuck—they just were hanging around. Came and grabbed one of my fries, and I was like, that's my fry pigeon. And I chased the pigeon down the block. Cause it, you know, do that like I'm gonna fly away, whenever not Think I'm on the ground. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then finally, like, go of the fry, and I picked up the fry and I ate the fry. So like, and I shook my fist at the sky, like, show <laughs> you pigeon. We fucking got him. Bro. And then everyone in line was like, you're gonna. Duh, <laughs> you can't do that. No, but like, there's no. there's
0: an old George Carlin bit. It's like, you got to test your immune system. Yeah, you're you are got to put it to the test, man. That's, yeah. your, that's, that's the net. point. That's why I sit down at the airport bathroom. Immune strength. You gotta. Me. You can't baby yourself. Yeah, you you especially here your, That's but, why, yeah, why you got to know why. You really, that's an opportunity to get diseases from all over the world. In, in one way, spot. You, get a, you know, you put yourself yeah. to the test. Because
1: of thighs and Like What a better format. No, it's a
0: meaty part of your body. Yeah, yeah. It's strong. It's like Helm's Deep. Of your body, <laughs> it's where you retreat to.
1: It is. It's the gondor. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Of your body.
0: Yeah, it's one of the best spots. On, uh... I agree. So if you guys didn't know, um, we got Kent Johns. It, it'll be in the title, so you'll know. But what up, fam? Kent Johns of legendary Missoula status and fame, and uh, and Vinny, obviously Vinny Fiacco, Hi. local Colorado parkour legend.
1: <laughs> uh, I also turned old. Oh, Scott. Legend, <laughs> legend turned old man. Yeah, what? Well, yeah, that's what a legend is, Ken. He's yeah. so, the, 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 thing you the most twelve-year-old-looking so. thirty-year-old man you've ever, <laughs> ever wanted to meet,
0: which I can't talk about because I look pretty young for myself.
1: But you're also very young. Yeah. yeah. Well, I'm not that young. I'm 26 I mean, you are getting mm, up there. Man. I'm getting
0: up there. I'm going to be twenty-seven this year.
1: You're know, throwing. That me. is how age works. Ooh, yeah. yeah, it's fucked <laughs> up. Dude. Well, no, because I could have
0: been twenty-six. Nope.
1: I mean, I could have turned 26, like, in May or something. Yeah, yeah, it wouldn't yeah. be until next year. Yeah, I got you. We good. We good, we good. We
0: good. Um, Let me open up this topic list just in case we forget what we're going to do today or tonight. Um, we're coming at you from Christine's apartment in downtown Denver. How do you pronounce your last name? Dietrich? Mm-hmm. Dietrich? Fuck Dietrich. me. <sighs> it's like, <when> I, <sighs> you know it's not like started, I don't even know on you. I'm started, like started over. <laughs> yeah, we got it. All right, scrap that. <laughs> <laughs> um, Yeah. I'm going to edit that back in. I'm just edit in like a yee sound like over that. Normal now. I don't oh really God. can't do that edit. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just edit in like a bee like buzzing in
1: there. you by. Just
0: it'll be good. I'll be like oh shit, that, that was a big fly just, just, say just say the word
1: Dietrich over the first like it's going to be like here Christine? How do you say it? Dietrich.
0: Well, it starts out with D I E, so it looks like it's die.
1: It's really Maybe quiet. it's because like I have a too. morbid,
0: like, yeah. sense of.
1: Well, even then it's D I E T, so it could be diet. Like you know, I don't it's
0: know, man. Yeah, come on, give me a break. It's like. <laughs> you're the one who spelled your name all shitty. <laughs> 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 the
1: smith of German names. You're, <laughs> your, hey, I'm not German. <laughs> yeah, this is, this is America. Uh, I mean, people get my name wrong, so it's like. No. Your name's they get easier. your name wrong? It's one yeah, okay. so
0: Kent. First of all, John. S. If you fuck up, John. I mean, Johns, obviously. But yeah, like, John, John, it's John with an S on it. Yeah,
1: like multiple family. The whole
0: family, of John's. John's. Johns, it's Johns, it's, it's John's. Johns.
1: Wait, how do they fuck it up? All, all right, right, all right. So, some of my friends were walking around Jam last year, and there was a little group of kids talking, and all they overheard was, "Is, is it is it Johns or is it Jones?" Like, I don't know. I really don't Jones.
0: know. Like Crohn's disease. is Yeah, I right. guess, Ooh, dude. But all those wow. no big deal. All those all Oh, little fun fact. All those freaking
1: dickheads from Missoula just call me Kent Jones all the time because they think they're fucking funny. <laughs> Shout out to you guys. And uh, so Try people, ju- people get confused, and mm, yeah. Try being Brian Fajerdi. <laughs> <laughs> Brian Fjord. <cured. laughs> Brian Fjord. <laughs> do you do you ever get your first name, with? No, I don't think anyone's fucking heard your first name. Hey, Evan, would you God, please? Really, I mean, Evan? I, do you have to? It. Is it a Pokemon thing? or think it's a Pokemon thing.
0: Um we got a lot of people in this
1: in this living room right the now studio. so
0: I hope that you guys can follow us. We're going to try to keep it minimal, as, as simple as we can, but yeah. Um Michael Graff
1: will be here soon. Yeah, yeah, Michael's in the bathroom. He's been in the bathroom this entire time. Okay. Plus well, about well 10 minutes. Time. He well before the start of this. Yeah, it's taking been, a match, this yeah. is
0: we're coming up on 10 minutes right now. So <laughs> 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 That's why that's why we were talking about it initially, right? Cuz right, yeah, right. Um I'm one of the speed shitters, champions of the world. I don't know if you guys knew. I think Ken's I kind of that. the same way. I yeah. know uh, a couple of my friends are. Vinny is actually the slowest one I've ever met in my life. Michael's worse than Michael worse. than you. This no, he
1: is legitimately worse than anyone. Anyway. Anyway. Well, we'll
0: see. If he comes out before 20, Nine? I don't believe it. because times? I've, I've hit 20. Vinny will go in there. Dude, you hit 20 on the regular. Vinny, when, you, 20. when we used to live together, when we used to live together, I was like... I would just go home. Go, I was like, oh, I, I'm not going to take a shower. Like, my, my whole morning is ruined if you get in the bathroom before <laughs> me. I'm just like, forget it. I'm just going to go to the shit <laughs> whatever like, next place that I go to.
1: Like nine
0: times out of ten. If you disappear, I'd forget he was home. And then he'd come out. Anyhow.
1: Oh, 15 to 20 minutes. Okay. If I'm at the gym and Michael is not to be found and someone comes and asks me, where is Michael? virtually every time it's like he's shitting and, and then i don't have to know if he's not i just he just is just let's is. let's
0: do some credentials real quick so people know what's going on i think <clears throat> just for any non-regular listeners yeah you know, this, this might be someone's first episode of the head drop we've oh, so, been Draft. around for a year-ish um head drop podcast Small is, hiatus. yeah pretty good bu- you know i've been kind of fucking around I've been really busy so i don't feel too bad about it but um, I was just trying to get back into this and I made myself pay for another year of subscription so I have the motivation Hello. to do some more recordings for you guys and I really enjoy doing these um height drops the podcast about nothing and it has a lot of parkour people in it so if you guys are tuning in for the first time welcome and uh what else do I have to say about it oh it's brought to you by merm clothing um just wait, because, wait, I, do say so. do because I say so do a jingle do a jingle Oh, for what? Yeah, for why don't you
1: have a jingle yet? Yeah, do a jingle.
0: Okay, here we go. Sometimes you wanna wear a summer clothes. I don't know about shit.
1: that. Shit, <laughs> that was that was. All right, it was. It was. It, was, it, was, it was, I, Dude, I knew where I was going with it. Yeah, it was beautiful. <clears throat> it was maybe not the catchiest. Nah, not, I mean, not, not so really, nah. Yeah. I think yeah, it needs more of a. beautiful. I think it like a warrior theme. Warrior, warrior fucker. <laughs> It's like, more like a death metal we don't have it. We don't have any it in instruments. Be right. like, That's That's very so it's a very aggressive slogan. <laughs> That's but hey, it works. Everyone knows it. it. Yeah, it That was on. the start of your 30-second Super Bowl commercial, was what you said. <laughs> <laughs> Starting <laughs> <laughs> <at> start <laughs> and ending. Um, we're
0: brought to you by Merm just because I say so. Um, if you don't know what Merm is, it's a clothing brand that I basically co own with Dylan Baker and another dude, Knox Menino, and we make some... Parkour videos and clothing and other content. So go to mermlife.com if you want to check that out. We're coming out with some shorts very, very soon. We finally just put the order in. Some people will actually give a shit, but um, if you don't, nice. I won't go on about it. But they're pretty sick Absolutely. shorts. Good. And uh, they'll be up on our store soon. Hashtag winter shorts because you Ooh. know what you need in the winter. Nice pair of short. shorts.
1: Legging short combo.
0: Legging short combo. We're going to make a nice commercial for you guys. Um, really? Yeah, sure. Why not?
1: Cool. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds good. Just said it. You heard yeah, it here. Yeah, I just said it. So heard it I here first. I
0: have to now. Huh? Heard it here first. You heard it here first. Yeah, this is what the podcast community is all about. It's just being on the, the pulse, the cutting edge, the latest information in parkour world. Yeah. Whatever <laughs> that is. Whatever that means to you. Um, all right. So first things first, you were going to talk about some of your credentials. Kent co-owns the gym. In Missoula, yep. right? Unparalleled move. Once you explain that, because I don't know how all that story goes. Okay, real quick. Yeah, snopsies. just sum it up real quick, because no one really gives a No, shit. no one gives <laughs> a shit about my life.
1: But, <laughs> yeah. pretty much, quicker, uh... Quicker, hurry up. Started doing parkour classes in Missoula at a gymnastics gym. Then they were like, yo, we can't insure you go fuck yourself. And you're like, eh, okay. And so then we decided to start our own company. And that was about the time I was graduating high school. Chose to do... Unparalleled movement, didn't go to college, saved up money from our classes in the gymnastics gym, opened our own gym, that was like two and a half years ago, and it's thriving really well. Uh, Michael, who is currently shitting, is also one of the co-owners, <laughs> and then Micah Marino, he's at home, you know, handling He might, he might be shitting. He's he it. could be shitting, but he's handling the gym while we're on lazy vacation right now, which we're going home tomorrow for Balls Jam, but in the meantime... He's handling everything, and so the three of us run the gym together, and that's kind of our life at the moment, kind of our baby.
0: Yeah, that's pretty tight. How
1: old are you again? 21. Mm-hmm. 21. Yeah, just, just turned
0: 21 pretty recently. In April. Yeah. In so April. Okay, like, like so this year. Yeah. So, here you hear it, folks. The young age, <coughs> young spelled with no O, by the no way. No O. No O's not. Young right. age of 21, he's already a successful business owner, and he's doing what he loves for a living, so mm-hmm. you got to give him mad props for that. Um. Let's see here,
1: Uh, how long have you been training? I've been training seven years now, so 2008
0: is when I got started. I remember the first time I saw you was at Seattle, Seattle? back in the day. Took third place, no (laughs) fucking big deal, it was my first competition ever, no, I mean, I don't know, Yeah, what can you do? Yeah, I was saying that I remember, remember it was 2012, I think. Yeah, 2012,
1: uh, it was like mid-summer. I But, but yeah. Yeah, yeah, all the Apex, like I met all the Apex guys, generally, Mm -hmm. the year before. And then you showed up at the Seattle gym, like, who the fuck's this kid? <laughs> fucking buzzed haircut and shit. Yeah, I looked like a fucking... Little scrawny
0: ass. Super. Yeah, I was super... I mean, I'm skinny still, but yeah, I, we, I hadn't even trained really parkour enough to build any I was like, why well, the fuck's yeah.
1: he here? I don't know who this is. And they just on everyone. And I was like, yeah, oh, that dude, is... That that's so shitty, should... though.
0: I remember very well that you were an inspiration, even at the first sight of you. I was like, damn, that guy's... First of all, bonafide cutie pie. Second of all... <laughs> and he was 17, so I was a little messed up that I even thought about that, you know? No,
1: you just turned 18. Right? You
0: no, know, back in the day? <clears throat>
1: Three years ago. No, I was 18 at that point. I just oh, okay, started. well then it's yeah. all good. We're all good. fuck. I was as like,
0: fuck. that kid's Bonafide Cutie Pie. He had a really clean web story. He better tech. Then um, I probably still don't have that good of tech. And I was just impressed with you right off the bat. So. Yeah. I'm glad that we got to actually meet and hang out next. I think when you came to Cut Nat Jam that yeah, following year did or whatever, around a bunch, but because we didn't really get to hang out that that weekend. Um. All right, let's go over the the few topics we have here. we're gonna get to this in the fan questions, so we're not gonna go into too much detail. But if you guys didn't know, Kent has suffered a string of some fucking intense injuries that's kind of put your your training on hold for a little bit. All right. can you explain any of the uh... Just give us the gist of what happened and then, like, where you're at
1: right now, I guess. Yeah, like, quick, generally, I've had two leg breaks since last November.
0: And it's all Vinny's fault because he's been... He's, been a,
1: he's the only person that's been at both, so it's <laughs> obviously his fault. Uh, no, What other are you reason. doing yet? It's, um, like, it's like it makes <laughs> You him putting something in, in his milk? No, no, no. no. Well, he Not doesn't drink milk. Oh, vegan, yeah. Yeah. So, that's
0: you You putting something in his hemp milk?
1: In his <laughs> His coconut milk? Almond the coconut. coconut. There there almond coconut. Um... Yeah, it was kind of a freak thing. Like I was doing a really like tiny downstride on the first first break, and as I was taking off, it just kind of snapped under me. Which I thought I broke something. Like, I thought I broke like the platform I was on somehow oh. because that it sounded like wood snapping. Damn. It was yeah, crazy. I heard. I
0: saw the the footage from yeah the, the security the cam, cam or whatever that in the gym, and it was yeah. like it sounds like it sounded like those two. Wooden blocks that people clapped together to make like a gunshot in yeah, the movie. Or it was something? that, but you know, it's crazy. Um,
1: um, and then took a nice little fall. But anyways, that was that. And then I was out for like eight months. Like that was like an eight month healing period. I chose not to get surgery; just reset it and get put it in the cast because I didn't want a bunch of metal in me. Started training again. I was mostly doing bar work because I couldn't really jump yet. Like running and jumping wasn't really part of what I could do. And then I was just kind of chanting around with some guys and was doing like a standing Kong priest, so like standing Kongs. Kind of grab the wall and just like mm-hmm. throw yourself over it. And it just didn't Kong hard enough. It went to bounce back off the rail and one of my feet kind of like hit and slipped out over the top. And then the rail came and impacted like directly on the break point uh, from the first break. Yeah, yeah. And just resnapped it. Um, that was about a month ago. That was like a week before NAPC. And that was crap. I remember like. When I was healing from the first one, I was like, what could be the worst thing that could happen to me? And that would be rebreaking it. <laughs> and then it happened, and I was like, this shit's not even real. Like, I don't know. It's been a, it's been a long road, but I think we're gonna, I think there are questions about that later. I'll yeah, yeah. Get, we'll kind of we'll get talk, into, we'll like, get,
0: We're going to get into more of the psychology behind yeah, that, that like, it. Yeah, that was just,
1: like, that's what happened. Yeah. Uh, a month into recovery on the second one. Got surgery. Uh, I'll talk on that some more later. Yeah, but, we'll revisit
0: it, because it's, I think, our first fan question, so... Yeah.
1: Cool. We'll revisit we'll that, that um,
0: and then that'll be an interesting part, but let's get it to NAPC because that basically, what we were just talking about, happened a few weeks or a week before NAPC, and then we both went to NAPC, North American Parkour Championships in Vancouver. It's the, the best best
1: parkour competition. Yeah, on the by planet.
0: hands down, I mean, I've never done Red Bull, which is like the only other one that's kind of mm-hmm. big, and but...
1: From what I've seen, I feel so much more strongly about how NAPC is run right now. I like... Just what do general. you like about it? Um, I like the the vibe around it. it's really great. I enjoy the aspect that it's speed style and skill. Um, it really touches on all elements of parkour and not just the style factor. So people who are, I feel like the style is the most popular part of it. But the yeah. people who are st- tuning in for that will also get to see the other parts, and so it's very like when it fluctuates a little bit. At least like yeah, did
0: from last year it was like kind of the biggest thing was the speed. Yeah, it felt like at least last year there was like more. Kind of There's a lot of like really gnarly athletes competing in speed. Yeah. And then this year was, there was still gnarly athletes in speed, but there was like a greater concentration of talent in the, the And you style. know,
1: I think that happened because of the online qualifying because style was announced kind of before the other two. Yeah, yeah. And so people were like they knew about it and so people were kind of going for that ahead of time. So we already had like a dozen athletes in the competition before we got the to Vancouver, for a speed and skill so had to be qualified for. You had to like actually go to Vancouver. And qualify. Which
0: isn't a. It brings me to an interesting thing that I've been thinking about. What do you think about qualifying for style, speed, at, for any competition?
1: I almost feel like at that level it's mandatory. Um, I like the idea of having if you do a performance that's well the year before, you should qualify. Yeah. So like last year, you so guys yeah, they really get well. invites
0: for a top. I mean, top for Red Bull, it's like whoever made the finals. Gets yeah, so invited. it's like top
1: six in Red Bull make it, and then whereas, podium makes it back for NPC. Yeah, exactly. So I thought that was really well done, but I do think it should be on a qualification basis. I would like to see in the future to where we have more of a, um, like a whole like, league around it. I've been mm-hmm. really thinking about this concept. I've talked to a few people. Yeah, and, like, I think it's on this. Is... But I would like to have qualifiers around the continent. So like maybe in Boulder, maybe like in Missoula, Seattle different qualifiers and people who get like the most points or like whoever qualifies in those places then has a spot in Vancouver yeah yeah and also you can go to Vancouver and try to qualify as well so like there are multiple ways to get into the competition so people aren't really at a disadvantage for you know being poor or something
0: yeah yeah 100% I think that's 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 my only qualms with it is qualifying the same weekend or sometimes the same day as the competition maybe it's because I'm old as shit but like it kind of tax it's taxing on your body definitely to because in a lot of ways the competi- the qualifiers are just as important as the, the day of the competition you have to go hard if you want to qualify for sure i mean and the testament is anytime you hear about people not qualifying that you, you're surprised about it sometimes it's because they're they're like oh, i kind of held back because i want to save myself for the next day and yeah. then they don't even end up in the competition it's rough. and it's just like you can't really do it you have to go balls deep when you do the qualifier and then you have to go again so I mean I like the way NPC was around we still had a day off in between to like sell your shit or whatever yeah that's great they do a really good job um, they really promote the I, as well. I didn't have to qualify for,
1: for speed qualifying. because I was yeah.
0: in po- podium last year but yeah I don't know sometimes I like I don't know I'm up in the air I'm still on the, on the fence about it I don't really like qualifying <laughs>
1: But, but I know I why. Yeah, You have to be there. You have to do it.
0: <clears throat> but uh, maybe that's just because I'm a big baby.
1: Yeah. I mean, like, fair playing field.
0: Yeah, 100%. And I think it'd be cool if we had leagues and people could pre-qualify. I'm really... The only thing I didn't like about this year... Well, there's a couple things I didn't like. It's still, by far and away, the best competition I've ever been a part of. And they really upped their game on the live stream. Yeah. And a few I'm... other things. Like,
1: I'm seriously impressed with how it's progressed each year yeah, has really gotten a lot better, <clears throat> and I enjoy that they're trying new things and trying to find styles of competition that work the best so that we can, you know, kind of hone in on something after a while. Because competition parkour is so new still. Yeah. It's been going on, like, really for what? Like, say, like, 2007 is probably... Yeah, like, and,
0: like, years. not even well-organized, really. Yeah, and until, so, like, like, the late 2010s. Like, part the card. It's early 2010s. Yeah, like
1: Parkour Card was kind of like one of the first really big ones, big competitions. Um, Art of Motions got started in Vienna. I don't remember what year that was. Was that 2010?
0: I started yeah. doing parkour in 2010. So Anyways. I, like, I am really shitty about my parkour history. It's
1: 2015, and we haven't had that long to really delve into it. So I feel Art of Motion has stuck to the same format the whole time, and I don't think it's the best. I think there are better ways to do it.
0: I definitely like what they did with touching t- like checkpoints within the style competition. I do too. I don't know how you. Yeah, yeah. I don't know how you feel about I it. I but...
1: I really liked the very concise and small style competition. Whereas it wasn't a giant course where you have just everything to be on. Yeah. Where it was, like some pretty generic obstacles that people yeah. could just. They had to get really creative to throw down on it. Well.
0: Yeah. Exactly. That's one of the <clears> things <throat> I really liked about. It. If you guys didn't watch NPC, like you can, it's on YouTube. You like have to, they yeah. they uploaded their thing and. This is a kind of a revolutionary like thing, I guess, in a way, is they have check they had checkpoints for the free running competition, if you want to call it that, or the style is what they call it. So you don't just get to like create a run on the course doing whatever the fuck you want. You have to hit these obstacles in this order. You don't have to do anything in particular on these obstacles. But yeah, as long as it forces someone's hand, it shows if they're actually adaptable, if they're actually have like a wide variety of tricks and then if they're you know if, and it cuts a lot of the just tumbling passes and cartfuls and like other shit out of the you know not not to knock on those or anything no but like it just makes it so that you have to do it, if you're gonna do it not just anywhere or you have to link it yeah. out of doing something else, and it'll show people like that don't have the creativity like yeah. I think that's the biggest thing is like yeah, you can still do a cartful, but if you just like dart you know I don't know why I'm picking on cartfuls, but like um it's too easy it's just the, <laughs> it's the easiest one but like and I fucking suck at free running, so I should, no one should listen to me anyhow. But anyhow, if you're like splitting them up. The first two vault boxes, it's like some people did some really cool things over those two, and some people just kind of like speed. Yeah. Or like, yeah, or you like know, like dynamo. monkeyplant.com. And it was just kind of like evident that, oh, okay, well, you don't really have a trick base when it comes to like a little vault box like that. So it's not just an editor. It makes it easier for yeah. judges. It makes it easier for the viewer to kind of like, oh, oh that was way cooler, or that was... Yeah, it, it was, makes it easier to kind of compare runs, and it makes it, you know, just more fun. I think for the athletes even, and they can learn more about themselves. Yeah, because they're gonna find out like shit when it comes to this and this. This, this obstacle. Like I don't know if I have a dick when it comes to that. Like I yeah. I could not do anything.
1: I feel like I feel like it really made the margin between the athletes that could link hard tricks together well away from the people who <laughs> just kind of average it out. I feel like that margin is very defined. Yeah. When we had a small confined course.
0: I like that a lot, yeah. It's like if you had a <clears throat> piano competition, there's one dude that learns like one really difficult song maybe, yeah. But he can't play anything else. Yeah. But he can still win that competition. But if you're like, alright, you have to play like these three genres of music, then like the the actually talented pianists can like come in and play like show off that they actually have a good skill set and not just like you know, if it's if it's anything they want to do, then it's it doesn't really show who's at the elite level.
1: Yeah, some some Nate Weston. What's the time
0: we're at? We are at? 26 minutes and 45 Ooh. seconds, and he just finished shitting, but even though he's just, he started before we even started this podcast, right? <laughs> Sorry. Been... And showering. And, oh! oh he throws okay. everything. Yeah. Well, there goes that. That throws all well, the statistics out.
1: Anyways. <laughs> yeah, no, there's a shower involved. <laughs> I just want to... <laughs> Did you shit that badly? <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, I have to shower, I'll be so embarrassed. Sometimes you need that. You just, yeah, uh, you when just wipe I, and you We wipe. went on
0: tour. This is kind of a fucked up story, but okay. I'll tell you boys yeah. and girl. Uh, and world. And world. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we and we, me and the, the boys went on the Helms Deeper tour, we were at the very famous Kai Willis's house, oh. and he had no toilet paper. And so me and Don we both had to take dumps, and there was no toilet paper. So we both had to just take a dump and then... Shower because okay. it's the only way out at that point, yeah. And luckily, Kai has a nice shower head that's removable, it's got like the cord. So, you give yourself a nice little bidet <laughs> you're, treatment, you're bidet it, yeah. Yeah, No big deal, no, that's
1: not even gross, it's just smart. No, that's just what you gotta do, yeah. But uh, that's almost better, it's almost preferable. Yeah, I
0: feel way cleaner, yeah. But it was oh, this was the thing, he used all the hot water. <laughs> he only gets one hot water like every hour, like every sh- and he already took the shower before we put- took our shits, all right. And so, it was. It was a beast. It was a mediocre, it was nice day. and cold.
1: What does he live in Tunisia?
0: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm I'm just paraphrasing, but yeah, he doesn't have a lot of hot water. Jeez. All right, so it was all nice. right. Anyhow.
1: Cold day. but coming back to where we we are, we're uh, talking about competitions. We're, talking a little bit about. I just yeah. want to f- just say that NABC was probably had two of the most like touching. God, this sounds so dumb, but, like, <laughs> touching, like, almost emotional moments I've had in parkour, ever. Please and explain. I would love to explain. <clears throat> Alright, so I was, a, I was a judge for NIPC this year, so I judged the skill competition, judged the style competition. And, so we got a real good front RC. seat. And, if you didn't watch the NIPC stream, you need to go and do yourself a favor, if you don't watch, if you don't watch all of it, that's fine. Watch the style comp- Please, for the love of everything that is good in parkour, watch Nathan Weston's second run. Dude, that, um, because, that shit Because, holy shit. That was some of the best parkour I've ever seen in my life in a competitive setting. And... Yeah, kid is on fire. Yeah, he just... Like, ah, his skills are so good, and he knows how to throw on trick after trick and combo them, and he has a very good confidence in his abilities. Um... Like, when I get to train with him or when I get to be around him, mm-hmm. a lot of times I'll just kind of joke around and be like, hey, Nathan, you should do this. And he's like, huh, um, cool. Yeah, sounds good. And then just shits it out. <laughs> I'm like, okay, that was a joke, but you know, you do you, man. <laughs> Dude, yeah, he's a freak of nature, yeah, man. but I it, was like blown away at his oh like, skills God. like that weekend. I in like, his run, like, the level, like, just like the electricity in the room just like started rising, like, as his run progressed. Do you remember all the things he did? I, I, mean, I remember like the flip no. free. And, like, the another... flip free was the biggest one. Yeah. yeah. But he was like rising and he was like comboing so well. And then he got on top of the like slanted brick wall, like that main platform. And I feel like at the same time, everyone kind of realized like he is going to do the flip free to the box. Because <laughs> he like kind of stopped. He only like, f- I uh, out of three steps, he just like Dude, went for it. He
0: eased it up. I
1: don't think anyone was like, I was pretty un- like, I was kind of he scared.
0: like preed the shit out of it by the way he like actually he was like his edge. heels were off the edge his toes yeah, were I on mean, the edge it was nuts like like off- that could have been a rail as yeah, far as I was like,
1: concerned that run was off the edge
0: dude it was so no no oh. you're, it's crazy <laughs> you bring it up because <laughs> it actually reminds me it reminds me yeah. that Dylan I mean Dylan's famously good at parkour and speed and yeah. traditionally that's what you would like kind of place him at. And he obviously won both the speed and the skill competitions yeah. that weekend because yeah, he's a yeah. fucking badass and he's got fucking cricket legs and there's nothing we can do about it. But um, <laughs> but it, he was actually so pumped on that competition, like he wants to compete in style next year because yeah, that is like insane, that's the kind man. of that's the kind of competition where he can actually show off his skill set and have it make sense. Yeah. Because to Dylan, I think he's like kind of he's the kind of dude that would do that flip free. Exactly. And. And it kind of like opened his mind. He's like, "Oh shit! Like people are rewarded." And he did. Nathan did that other one. It didn't like land it as well as he probably wanted to, and that's maybe why he didn't win the competition. He, yeah. he had a good shot. Maybe if he did across the but IMAX, the IMAX there. side pre. Yeah, yeah, yeah that, that was, that was ridiculous as well. But um, but yeah, that 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 format was just so much better in a lot of yeah. ways because it allowed people to actually express their true style and like their. But with with Nathan's what, run, Nathan's run. What I was getting to there. Yeah, keep going. Keep going.
1: Is he landed at flip pre? Flip pre. And, like, I, I don't know. As a judge, I was, like, trying to, like, stay very together with it. Mm-hmm. And I just started freaking the fuck out. Like, I was, like, <laughs> slamming on the table. Just, like, yeah, cheering so go back hard. And watch it. Go back and watch it. I don't know if you'll be able to see me, but I just started freaking the fuck out. And then he finished his run. And I, like, took a moment to, like, look around the room. And, like, every single person, I don't care if they were, like, some Asian mom that doesn't know what parkour is or, like, the judges' table, Asian, bro. or, because uh, <laughs> Vancouver's, <laughs> Vancouver, yeah. Vancouver's variation. very yeah, yeah, that's 100% true. Um, okay. Or the judges or the other competitors were just freaking out. And I don't know what it was, but that just, like, hit me all at once. I just started crying at the judges' table. Dude, yeah, it everyone was, was losing. Oh, my God. It was probably the most powerful moment I've ever experienced in parkour. It was just so special for me just to see everyone come together over one person's movement yeah dude I mean, that's, it's so that's nuts cool.
0: man it's, I'm stoked that you reminded us all of that because you know people sometimes
1: I mean I don't think anyone even really
0: knocks on competition anymore because almost yeah, every for competition the most part, has good intentions and right people doing yeah. it and parkour people involved that are like knock
1: it. on Art of Motion all you want but everyone's yeah. still there to have fun
0: yeah like. and even Art of Motion is like I don't even knock on it at no, all because like, I've never first of all been there and done anything and regardless of like what Red, <clears throat> Red Bull's you know drink I, is and how healthy it is for you exactly. it's like they're giving a lot of opportunities to athletes to hang yeah, out, have a good time. Opportunities for judges to get flown out, have a good time. Like, you know, it's it's a good thing, and it's not it's something gonna that we're going to escape like off the bat. We can always aim higher, yeah. and hopefully, like do competitions that aren't sponsored by drinks that we don't really think are good for us. But you got to start somewhere. Even the NFL is sponsored by Coors Light, you know. Yeah. It's like, if you're going to be a big sport, sometimes you just <clears> be yeah. okay with some of that stuff. Yeah,
1: I feel like there's some controversy because the parkour community is almost like. A very, it tries to be very pure, and I yeah, which is just, great. I respect that a lot. Yeah. it's definitely. great that
0: we all have high ideals and, and no, goals it, for, and for I feel like I feel
1: like compared to every other activity, we do a very good job. Yeah, and but like that's for sure. But, Art Emotion is doing good things for the sport in general. I know a lot of people like to knock on it. Yeah, but, I enjoy it every year. It's fun yeah, I want
0: to watch it. I, we're gonna do a, a complimentary or what is it called? Just like a companion. Yeah, high pod drop <laughs> podcast to go alongside it. So if you don't want to listen to whoever's going to be doing the commentary,
1: Andy Bell, bro. Andy, is it Andy Bell again? I, no, I really. Oh I not mean, has been Andy Bell forever. Has it been man? Andy Bell pretty much every year? Yeah, it's ridiculous. He does. Put my name in that one year. I don't want, I Put my like, name in that yeah, man.
0: Uh, But yeah, I'm going to do some commentary with uh, whoever is going to be willing to do it with me. Probably Dylan. But we'll see how it goes. Um, All but right. Right. next, next moment from NPC. Okay,
1: obviously the other moment is the one everyone like saw and talked about. Yeah was Zen's fucking triple cork. Dude. And... I mean, and the other four triple corks that went down. There were, oh my god. I mean, three triple corks that went down. Yeah, Dante did three triple corks, which I cannot take away from that in any way. Each three of those triple corks were very well executed. Yeah. Like, safely. Like, one of the times he actually ran into the judge's table, but it was just close. He didn't hurt himself. Yeah, no, he's he's fine.
0: Well, I think he bruised his foot a little bit by the third one. Um, Just like he told me like but, later. Yeah. I mean, it, but that's just, that's not from oh, like yeah. technique. That's just from like he, if you haven't heard him talk about it already, he's been saying like, he wished it wasn't so high. Yeah. Like he doesn't need that much height to do a triple cork. And so he was like trying to, to take his height down instead <clears> on every attempt. <throat> and he was just like, fuck yeah, every, every time he came down, he just felt like he was too high off the ground. Yeah. And so and it's just like, what can you do? And you're just,
1: I saw a lot on Facebook, multiple people said this on Facebook, but it was like, this year's style comp was decided by one triple cork being landed better than another, tri- another yeah. triple cork, which is crazy. Which is nuts. Like, that's not being done anywhere else at all. That's so cool. And it's so cool that we get to be there and experience it. And just that moment of when Zen hit that triple cork and just stomped it. he turned around and he almost had this, like... <laughs> he it was, was even a little surprised. Yeah, yeah it was it. almost Cause
0: like... Because he landed it, like, probably better than he even anticipated. Exactly. Because they were throwing him down in practice and, like
1: they were there they, they were, were all there. there
0: but they didn't all look like I he think he gave it he moment. gave
1: it a little extra on that one yeah, I think. Yeah. and he kind of turned around and it was just like what's up kind of like, <laughs> like swag out but then as soon as he realized what actually happened yeah. he just like he broke it down dude yeah. he was just like so happy and everyone's just so excited about that moment and super I was just nice really guy special. I didn't really
0: get to hang out with him and talk to him too much he's just a
1: genuine person he's though. just
0: like couldn't be like the ni- nicer guy Yeah, I mean, that's typical of parkour dudes that's so what I love really about good. parkour um, yeah, dude, that, 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 big, what's it called? Just what do they call it, the big, big trick event. Right? Yeah, it was like a big trick. I mean, everyone's runs were sick in the beginning as well, but the big trick thing, it was crazy. I don't know that, there was a crazy energy in the air and every time people landed, I mean, you can't believe how many triple corks landed. Ridiculous. It's crazy. Dante's thrown down. <laughs> it's just so funny. Oh my God, Dante cracks me up because he's like, got a great attitude about competition where he doesn't really give too much of a shit. But he also doesn't not like throw down, you know. He, he's he's yeah, there he's to throw do down. He's not gonna parts. like he's not just gonna like be a bitch about like and like just be like, Oh, I'm not even gonna try. Like that's not his attitude. It's just like he knows it doesn't matter what happens. Yeah. just like but he's there to, to show people what he can do, which is sick. Yeah. Um Alright, so let's stop sucking NAPC's dick a little bit. Um, <laughs> thanks, Tom, Tom Rez. Tom Rez, yeah, thanks for putting it on. I will talk about two things that I had problems with. Again, I, I can jerk off NAPC for a long time and talk about how it's still like the best, my favorite composition, and you know there's no other thing that like no one's really doing it on that level right now, and, and it's not easy for them to blaze that trail, so these are just insightful, hopefully uh, yeah. critiques or s- suggestive constructive constructive criticism. fuck me um, <laughs> This is the one thing that I didn't like is that they had lasers last year and they didn't have lasers this year for timing, which bums me out because it is coming down to a few hundredths of a second sometimes yeah. or I mean, a few you're tenths in, of a second. You were
1: on Dylan's run where it was timed, yeah. or .02 yeah, 0.4, or something 0.4, like that. I think it oh, Yeah, relax. it was
0: something really small and the bottom line is it's <clears> it is coming down to timer error, like human error at yeah. that point. And they're averaging out times and stuff, but the <laughs> less human input you can have the more comfortable, it's not that we like there's like foul play or it's not that you know anyone really cares. It's part of the game, and no one really wants to bitch about it in the end because um, it was always a good time. And that's not really the point. Yeah. But it does make it a better time when there, there's no, yeah, ifs about it. Or there's no exactly. like, questions about it. It's like it's more definitive when it's just a laser. You know, it's not going to malfunction, or or if it did, then they rerun or something. But um, I just I would definitely hope. To see the them go back to lasers next year because it's yeah. also an easier start for us. Mm-hmm. You don't have to have like Max Henry even confessed to me he was one of the start like judges yeah. to make sure people weren't false starting. And he's like, uh... I mean, Max is like the nicest guy ever. So he's like, sometimes I just I said something, but it didn't look like they were doing anything. So it's like, but I let them go or something, or he yeah. blow his whistle loud enough for them to hear. Or, you know, it's just I got nothing against anyone, but. I would definitely like to see less people involved in, like, the starting and stuff. Yeah, definitely. Because, and it's easier on the athletes. Like I was saying, it's easier to start. If you're getting counted down, it was like, ready, go! They had, like, the whatever it's called. Yeah. What is
1: that from? Street. Some video game, anyhow. Yeah.
0: They had, like, some voiceovers. So you could kind of get it it used to weird. the timing as the event went on, but it was kind of weird, like, and it's a lot better when you just, when you cross a laser beam. Yeah, That's it's, a, it it's a go. It's unnatural in parkour to, like, to worry about you know when you're gonna yeah, start like I mean, snap. it's not it's nice to have like a beat or whatever ready, set, go, to to maybe pump yourself up for some yeah. people. But <clears and throat> um, you're gonna get better results and better performances when people can just go basically when they want. Just they, that they, like it's time starts and they cross the line, time stops and they cross a different line.
1: Just that couple seconds of like go, and then yeah. giving it half a second to a second to yeah. let yourself just like engage yeah. and go is gonna help your performance. When I was before I started parkour. Yeah. I was very involved in ski racing, mm-hmm. and every ski race I've ever been to was laser timed. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm really surprised that last NAPC was the last, the first time I'd ever seen that implemented. So I was always like, "We always use laser timers in skiing, yeah. so like, why are we using it now? Why? Are we, I know it's expensive. Yeah, yeah. For development, well, but I think NAPC, if we do
0: like some sort of commission or whatever, we start you know building the bigger competition. with going to be kind of qualifies here and there. They can it has you know, to be gyms can push in and like. That maybe the equipment can, you know, yeah. I mean, we have to, to or...
1: in that sense, we have to standardize it in some sort. Yeah. So that's a really easy way. Um, in some events in skiing, the way it works is uh, when you're in, you're in a gate and there's actually like a, you flick a little, yeah, a little pin,
0: little nubbin. Yeah. Whatever. It no, is. Obviously,
1: they'll just have a laser. Yeah. But, and you can count it down from five, mm-hmm. like five, really, racer ready. Like, yeah. Like five, four, three, two, one, go. Yeah. And from when they say go, you then have five seconds to actually click the yeah. laser. And so that gives you that enough time to just like set in your mind. You're like, all oh, right. Like yeah, because kind of,
0: yeah, it's not, a, you know, in sprinting or whatever, they have like the gun, but it's not a sprint. It's like, no. a, it's, it's not just a dead heat. We're not really worried about, I don't give a shit about someone's reaction time to, to the th- sound or their ability to test like themselves against someone's like, oh, I, I just landed. It's, it's like a weird advantage that I don't think. I I don't want it. I don't want that to be what the competition is about, especially when it comes down to hundreds of a second. I don't want it to be like, oh, the guy that kind of just timed his rhythm better to like some dude's voice or whatever. Yeah. Maybe he he had slightly a false start and he got away with it.
1: Yeah. I I just don't want it to be about that. Whoever hit like their. And if you have like five seconds, like you're saying,
0: that's plenty of time to be like, all right, it feels good to go right now. And you just go.
1: Definitely. So it's like, it shouldn't come down to who starts better. It should definitely come down to, you know. Who hit all of their techniques better? Yeah, who
0: who planned the best round, who would execute their
1: best run. Like, absolutely That's
0: like that's what we want to see, you know, and so that bummed me out a little bit. But um, the only other thing that really bummed me out is that there was a little bit of like rule enforcement issue as um, far as like the second course.
1: On the finish. On the finish. Yeah. So
0: like when we did practice, we were supposed to climb up inside this window sill and we had to do it to the left of this one beam. Yes, was the rule, and you had to get up in there. You had to get, like, to not to just, like, out. touch your feet. You had to, like, have your weight... Yeah, you had to top out. Yeah, you had to have, you have your, your weight the on the thing. Out. You could still be in a cat, but your feet had to be, like, up there, and your weight over your feet, not, yeah. like, next to it or under it. And then, after, like, the first or second person went in the final, so we... I did all my practicing. I did all my qualifying, or not qualifying, but my my practice time was focused on getting this one move that um was advantageous if you did it really well
1: The
0: dino, right the dyno yeah it, i mean it's i think it was advantageous if, you, if i did it well to do it you know For the sure. way i was no, getting I definitely... it in practice i think it would have worked better than than people having to climb up the pipe and navigate like this kind of awkward climb up um and so i focused all my energy on that because basically no one was doing it i think sid was the only other person to even get it ollie tried it okay. and ollie yeah or yeah ollie actually was the person the only other person to get it i think um you know, most people kind of looked at it, tried it a few times, or gave up on it. And I was the only one I think that was getting it sort of consistently. Yeah. And then when the finals came around, the second or third person that went, they just like kind of stuck their heels up there, and they're like hanging from the beam. They just kind of like flipped their feet up. It's kind of hard to describe, but basically they're in like a sloth. It was position. kind of like a
1: kind of like a heel hook. And yeah, they're like on. in a yeah.
0: They're, they've got their heel hooks in. They're just like hanging like a sloth at the finish, instead of actually having their weight over their feet. And because of that, and because the dyno was kind of technical and risky, it just it kind of threw me off because it didn't really make sense to do the dyno anymore, it felt like to me, because it didn't seem like it was really that much faster anymore with that finish. Yeah. And it didn't and it especially wasn't worth the risk really. Because Because
1: if you if you did the dyno correctly, the top out was really easy. Yeah. But on the climb on the pole, the top out was pretty difficult. difficult. It was really awkward awkward. and you had like situate yourself properly. (laughs)
0: If you, just, so, if you just heel hooked, it was really it was easy. was really easy. So and and then it's just like a straight, <clears throat> really simple, yeah, pipe climb like, basically up a wall. So and I, but I hadn't practiced it, and so I mean, I don't think it makes one difference. What's up, dude? We're this just, is let huge, me know if you guys want to talk about aratus. that or not. This
1: is super important. It Holy might be of shit! Podcast. Breaking
0: news. You guys heard it today.
1: Forty-five minutes. Paul ago.
0: Darnell's status said: Tempest free running is over. Today, I was voted out of the company I started ten years ago in Blacksburg, Virginia with the vision to change the world of free running. My journey has it's had its ups and downs. Tempest has changed in so many, way, in many ways and more than I have agreed with. What does that even mean? Tempest I mean, is, like, so the way that oh, Tempest has changed,
1: yeah. he doesn't agree with all okay, of you, it. Okay, you take the second half. All right. All right. <laughs> <'Cause> <laughs> the I'm lesson that I've learned is when you have a unique idea for a company and a vision of where you want to take it, be very careful in choosing the partners that you share that with. As one day they may vote you out of your own very own company. Free running has always been and will continue to be my passion. It's Now it's time for the next chapter. Whoa! Damn, what yeah. the fuck does that even
0: mean? Tempest free running is
1: over. So... What does that, that mean, does that mean though? Does that mean Tempest running is closing? No, no. Probably not. Paul's idea of Tempest is like him is and these other dudes because Paul just got voted That's out of I'm the thinking, company yeah. by the other. So he doesn't Paul own Tempest, yeah. right? Okay, so he yeah. doesn't.
0: He's not in Tempest he's anymore. anymore.
1: Well, I'm just saying, like, like Ryan Ford owns the name Apex, right? Like, if Ryan for whatever reason, got voted out, he could take the name Apex with him. Yeah. So I'm wondering if, like, so it might be a rebranding. Yeah, rebranding. I don't know. You own the other I don't know. Uh, I, feel, well, like, I shit, yeah. feel like, I honestly feel like the, seen the seen. name Tempest will I stay know. with those gyms. I and imagine it team. would.
0: It'd be kind of a stupid move on their part to change it at this point. Right. But but what like, the heck? I don't know though. what the fuck's Paul's going on, dude. dude. Paul, like he Paul, the head. I he's the only one that I even know that's like at the top of Tempest. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't even know how that can be structured. I don't know those guys that well. And unfortunately, I was going to try to go to LA and meet with them with Storm but I had to I ran out of money so I had to like stay in Boulder dang that's crazy that is some fucked up shit Paul Darnell man I really like that guy he's like the super he's like one of the nicest dudes again you'd ever want to meet handsome as fuck he's got I think we've talked about him on this podcast before where it's just like he's just like he's living the dream he's one of the few hardcore dudes that's really living the dream and he's like he's got a beautiful wife and kids and everything so
1: I mean people have their opinion about Tempest say what you will yeah, yeah. But I remember when I first started at parkour, I remember watching I Forgot in L.A. <laughs> that shit was bomb. That was a fucking dope video. And they just, like, took that and ran with it and just, like, kept doing the thing and kept building on it and made a really cool thing out of it. And I definitely have a lot of yeah, respect Tempus for that. Tempest has,
0: like, been one of the biggest, I mean, it's still the most state-of-the-art gym, probably, that you can, like, think of. Yeah. In the United States, at least the the amount of like detail and so I mean I, this is all kind of hearsay because I haven't been to the new South Bay gym and I think that their whatever the one, the first one's called Valley the Valley gym is um that one's a really good state of the art gym but it's, it's kind of still on the song yeah. the this the Valley one is still like it it's competitive with other gyms but the South Bay gym is like on another level it seems like where I mean, it almost like,
1: put I almost put like it's a like I feel like Boulder and South Bay are very much at the same level of like yeah. the type of gym they are. They're just very different. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I would say that
0: Boulder's like obviously it's a flagship gym, Apex, and it's killing the game in a lot of yeah. ways. but, but so it's it's, a, it's not as new, and it's not, and because Tempest is the way they are, and they have like more focus on um, whatever you want to say. Like if maybe you don't want to agree with this, but you could say that they are stereotyped at least as having like a, more of a focus on free running style or like. Like, acrobatics yeah. and, like... Yeah, no, definitely. Um, and it's L.A., man. It's just... They have a lot of cool shit there, though. Well, here's the thing. Like, is they have like... a cool setup. They have, like, yeah. the painted Minecraft shit, and, like, they just... There's
1: I mean, it, it works for, like, reeling in kids. There's nothing to say about that except yeah. it works. No, I
0: like... And I... Well, who, who wants every gym to be the same anyhow? No. Like, I, I, that was one of the reasons I really wanted to continue on with Storm Jam, is, or the Storm Tour, is because I really want to go to that gym. I still yeah. do. Damn, um, I can't believe Paul's fucking out, dude. I don't crazy. even know what that means. And, and...
1: the two well, the one thing I want to say about very large gyms. There's only a couple. Pretty mm-hmm. much just boulder and South Bay. And in mean,
0: the United States at least. There's some big gyms in Europe. Yeah, like, and right. I haven't gotten
1: to visit those, but in the US, the biggest the thing about large gyms is they're very they feel disjointed almost. Yeah. Um it's like they don't have a very like it's like a South Bay is much worse about it than Boulder, in my opinion.
0: Yeah, South Bay is kinda like here's the bars, yeah, here's, here's the trampoline, here's the foam pit, here's walls. Here's Sandra. Red City, yeah. bars, tramps, it's almost like Mario. six or seven mm-hmm. training spots exactly. in one space and not really one like integrated training spot. Yeah, which is here's what like I feel court.
1: like I feel like that's how a parkour gym should work, yeah. in my opinion. But that's kind of my only it's hard though when you have that much space. Yeah, like it's hard not to like. Well, and it's cool separation. to have that. I
0: mean, it's it's yeah. Like I, I don't want everything to be the same. Like when we talked to some dudes in Copenhagen, one of the dudes that we stayed with in Europe was the guy who designs a lot of the parkour parks. And right, um, they work with one of the things that they really want to mandate is that every gym or every excuse me every outdoor park is unique in its own way. Like you shouldn't be able to get the same shit at every park. Because that doesn't really encourage anyone to travel and visit these new other parks, and yeah you want the training to be kind of specified because that's what makes it special and unique. It's like when you play tennis on clay versus American court versus grass or whatever, you know it's like it changes things a little bit, but that's what's cool about it. Yeah and it's like, I don't know,
1: there isn't really a whole point to make them all the same. Like yeah, you're going to lose a lot.
0: And If you think there's one type of gym, then you just you need to just go die somewhere. But for sure, make your jam. Yeah, know. What? Yeah, What? It's intense. <laughs> damn, uh, dude. My heart goes out to Paul Darnell.
1: I mean, I don't know what happened. I don't know what happened,
0: and it. i not, like, I'm I hope everything's with him really, good, but he does yeah. like a lot of my photos on Instagram, so I feel like he's, like, one of my friends. <laughs> every, there's every, there's I there's I there's hope. Gym too. What? Yeah, there's they're there's opening uh, San Diego. Oh, yeah, so that's, that's true. The San Diego Everything
1: is. I've... All my interactions with Paul have been very positive. And yeah, set. I
0: couldn't. I have. I could not think of a bad thing to say about him. He's an awesome dude, and I hope the best for him. Yeah, I don't like his height. I still hope that we. You don't like? Yeah, he's so tall. He's, he's kind he's of so tall. tall and handsome. He's
1: definitely handsome. He's too handsome. He's, he's, playing, too he's handsome. playing the whole like handsome dad really well. Handsome dad. Uh, yeah. He's, he's been, got he's got Bob Superman he's money. He was yeah. Superman. No, he's a real dad bod. Uh. Like dad bod shouldn't describe it because he's got like father bod. Oh. That sounds worse. I don't up. know. <laughs> it sounds worse. It is better because you described it as Paul. But it's Yeah. Sound- I know it sounds worse, but like, there needs to be a term for that because he doesn't have a dad bond. Oh. He's so much better than that. Anyways, love you, Anyways, Paul.
0: Anyways, love you, Paul. I'm going to wrap this thing up <laughs> right before we got into that breaking news. Thanks for the breaking news. Um, <laughs> You guys heard it first on High Facebook to the rescue. Facebook. um, That'll probably develop and unfold over the next few Way more before this comes out. Yeah. uh, But I'll try to get this out tomorrow. But I was just kind of bitching about NAPC a little bit. And I want to wrap that up because I don't want to sound too whiny. But basically, my mind... This is just an insight for you guys. If anyone gives a shit about where my head was at when I took that second course, is I hadn't practiced that run, but I decided it was the better option. And that's neither here nor there because I ate shit in the middle of the run, so I never would have done well anyways. Um, But... I did feel, like, flustered because uh, because I had to change my run last minute. And you can see me kind of, like, lose my place, like, in the middle of the run. Because I was like, oh, shit. I was always going to the left, and I had to go straight towards the pipe. Yeah. And, I don't know. That just kind of irked me. But I, I still, guess. like, am lucky to have gotten second place because I fucked up. and I did, like, this stupid plyo. Um,
1: no, your first run was really good, though. My
0: first run was really good, but I did kind of, like, <clears throat> upset my knee. Yeah. Because I just, like, landed a little weird on the first run. Just hucking my body around and not being as controlled and I cool guess I guess is.
1: having lasers would have solved both of those problems yeah if not having lasers and having that's the
0: thing that's why like that's why my, my push for lasers because the finish is the start and finish never gets weird if you have lasers what are you shaking your head at? They just
1: wouldn't have fixed that. You could have still thrown your feet over. Anything. No, but here. No, here, but if it, like is, if is lasers it, were the thing,
0: then we would have known what would, the finish was, and it wouldn't have changed.
1: It wouldn't have been about topping out or not topping out. Basically, just crossing the line. Okay, fair yeah, yeah
0: well, well, because they told us like a description, they, they gave us a description of what we had to do to finish, and then when someone just put their heels, they didn't say anything. They're like, I guess that counts. Like they could have, they could have just been like, that didn't count. That guy's disqualified. Sorry. That's, like, the position that they probably, you know, in my opinion, should have taken, even though it's tough to do. We're all friends in the parkour community. It's hard to, like, to make that move, but – and I don't fault them for it or anything. I don't care. But that's probably what they should have done is been, like, this is the one we practice. This is the one we have to stick with. Sorry, guys. I'm sorry you hate, like, you fucked your run. But they basically – because they let him slide, then everyone started doing it, and that just became a thing.
1: I feel like if we had lasers, it would have been a less, like, controversial – finish point yeah we would for like if there's lasers you would be forced to like move through yeah you've just put the laser up
0: high and then sure. you don't just get to hook your heels you have to get up and touch it or whatever yeah. it is that's right but um but all right, that's thing here nor there. let's move along Um, briefly actually let's just get into fan questions because I had storm tour listed on here as like a, a topic but we're already at 55 minutes almost so won't maybe save up for the next podcast that I do unless you have anything you want to ask me or talk about right now.
1: Um, Um, let's just get favorite moment from the tour.
0: Favorite moments, uh, or moment from the tour. I lost odds to, if you guys don't know, we're going to talk, like Kai asked a question about it in the, in the fan question section. Odds is a game that they told me I'd never Have you never played odds? i have never played odds. We played odds all the time. Dude, I didn't even know. I've never heard of this game. If you don't know what it is, basically, I would say like. Yo, Kent, what are the odds you let your bun down and lick your hair right now for a little bit? And he'd say... Oh, that's not
1: too bad. So like one
0: in five. One in five, right. So it gives me pretty low odds. And we count down. Three, two, one, four. Two. So we didn't say the same number, so nothing happens. But if we did say the same number, he has to do it. Whatever it is. Or he could say matched odds. And then I don't have a bun, so it really doesn't make sense. But if we do both you guys had buns... Do
1: they put the two rule? What is that? The two rule is, okay, so anytime you... Like, what do the odds mean? I can choose two, so it's out of two. If you miss, or if you get it, I have to do it. If, I, if we miss, you have to do it, so it uh, a 50-50. No, they don't play it that way, but okay. they do play
0: matched odds, in which case, I don't know if you're familiar with that. Mm-mm. If I, Let's say I'm like, all right, what are the odds you suck your big toe for 30 seconds? Sick. But you could say matched odds, and then basically that means I get to make the odds, but we play for you and then for me. So, so it's like, like two rounds. We play two rounds, so I would say like... Alright, uh, one in 30, because I really don't want to suck my toe, maybe, or something like that, <laughs> and then we play for you, if we, if we, and then we play for me. So I might end up doing the thing that I suggested, and you wouldn't even have to do it some, in some cases. Okay, that makes sense. But, um, anyhow, I lost all... Both, of
1: both of those rules keep the, like, odds maker, or, like, the yeah destiny in maker check. Yeah. in check.
0: Those are really bad examples, by the way. Like, yeah, um, it's much, they're, they're it's much, much weirder fun. things. But, um... So I, I I lost a 1 in 75 odds to do a wall flip off of Phil Doyle's hand, and if you guys don't know anything about me, I'm so bad when it comes to any, like, flipping shit, but especially wall tricks. Like, I don't do wall tricks. I still don't know how to do a wall flip, and it's probably surprising to some of you guys because I'm, you know, accomplished in other areas, maybe, you could say. But, I mean, it's not that I don't know how. I've done wall flips, but right. I basically have to relearn them every time I try them. It's, like, one of those tricks where I don't have it down at all, and I'm not comfortable with it. <clears throat> so I lost 1 in 75, and I had to do a fucking wall flip off of his hand. And How'd it go? Really shitty. No, I went did fine. Did you land? I landed it. I didn't really do it off of his hand, though. I basically just did, like, right, a swinging table. gainer, okay. like a running gainer, and like, just, like, tapped his hands with my foot. Makes sense. But I had to, like, practice on, like, a tree. I had to have Max spot me, like, three times before I was even willing to go <laughs> for it. On
1: my own. But I learned wall flip for like... Man, are we getting fanny now?
0: All right, we're get so Let's get into those fan questions. But yeah, that was in Flint, Michigan. Flint was the coolest stop, I think, for the tour. A lot of crazy shit went down. Dude, Flint is like a really crazy spot in the middle of like this shitty town in Michigan. And it was just a weird, wild setting to shoot some some epic parkour. Dylan did some shit that was insane. I mean, Phil jumped off of like a 15-foot wall for on, by on purpose... Just to like take the drop, and I don't know. I just can't wait for that video to come out for some of that like be the B, bail footage and stuff even to come out. Like I bailed, Dylan bailed. Like everyone took a bail on Flint. It was ridiculous. except Alex Shower, who's like the golden child MVP. He can't. He's he can he's do good no at wrong. Everything he can do no wrong, and he's only getting better, and it's ridiculous. And fuck him. So much. Even respect. though I love him, yeah, Alex Shower. If you don't know who that shout is, shout out you're Alex up. Shower. You're fucking up if you don't want to follow him because he's insanely talented. Uh, all right. So let's go into our fan questions. And we'll try to rip through these, even though those take very long. First one, Alan... I don't know how to say his last name. Alanko? Alanko?
1: Anyone have input? Alanko? Right.
0: Nice, dude. Oh, dope. All right. Uh, he says, this is Kent, and this is what we're going to go over we talked about earlier. What would you say to someone who is, like you, unable to train for a while due to injury or any other reason? How do you encourage them during their downtime?
1: Um, <clears throat> Alright, well... And
0: you can kind of like kind of answer it but just answer it in your own way because yeah. you know what we're talking
1: about. Um, I feel like this is something I've been doing very well with at the same time struggling with internally. Um, find something that you enjoy doing that isn't parkour. Straight up. Like, if you think about parkour every day of your life you're going to go crazy. Whenever I'm like at a jam, when I was at storm jam, I was just sitting around and I just started making lines in my head that I want to come (laughs) back and do. And it was just like so frustrating because there are things that I was close to doing or I could work on if I was well. And that's just annoying because I just, I, I know I have that in me, but it's just not time yet. So find something that's not parkour. Personally, if you follow me on any sort of social media, it's very aware of you that I have been taking that up in photography that's pretty much what I've been doing for the last year or so to try to calm my jumping nerves. <laughs> and I've I've been into photography since before I got injured, but this is when I've really tried to work on it more because I'm kind of forced to. It gives me a good outlet to go explore. I live in Montana. There's so much cool shit everywhere. Just go out and find. And You cool got your stuff. Indiana Jones hat now. So. Yeah, I got my mm-hmm. adventure hat. I got to make it useful. <laughs> so, yeah, I've been doing a lot of photography stuff, and that's really fun. I've been doing it a lot. It's kind of like my second thing now, as opposed to parkour. Um, so, like, to stay sane, find something to do. What? Also, s- sand, like, high. stay around the community. Like, and still go places and enjoy being around friends. Just because you can't train doesn't mean you shouldn't go travel. Like, right after I broke my leg the first time, this was already all planned, but I went to Mexico, like, two weeks after I broke my leg. Uh, Vinnie Coriel and I went down and met, met a bunch of people, and they were super awesome. And I had a super great time, even though I couldn't do anything. Yeah, um, it's just good to be around cool people and just enjoy myself. Yeah, even though forget that. I think yeah, so it's, nice. like, it's like, like why do we really love this community? It's not it's just the people, man. Cool shit. It's yeah. because we're good. Like we're, we have a lot in common. The parkour and, brings us all together, but it's the together. people that like keep us there.
0: One hundred percent.
1: So. Keep yeah, traveling. and I was so glad to
0: see you at NAPC. I mean, I didn't really even think that you wouldn't show up because of the, like, thing, unless you, like, just couldn't because of, like, past. Yeah. I was or, kind of scared of that. And, like, yeah, whatever. But um, I was, like, so glad that you showed up. And,
1: it, you was, know, it was very healthy that I got to be there and be a part of it.
0: How did your mindset change to, real quick, if you can go over, like, from when you broke it the first time, you learned the, probably some stuff. How yeah. did that help you get through the second break and, like, did it change at all? Um, I Just feel like... your attitude towards it.
1: Yeah, my attitude towards it... The first time, I felt like I had a lot more times where I felt down and was, like, dragging myself, in a sense, emotionally, because I wanted to be back in the parkour. Um, also, the first time took longer. I mean, I'm not mm-hmm. done with it yet, but so far, my recovery's been incredibly quicker the second time, and I'll get into that in a sec. But, um... Yeah, I felt like I you know, obviously went through a lot of trial and error on how I needed to stay healthy the first time. and So this time I felt like I've been a lot stronger. I know I've done this already once. So even though it's a longer... like It's been a more extended break from parkour. I don't feel it's... It doesn't resonate that way with me this time. I feel like I'm going to be back soon, mm-hmm. in a sense. But I've done this all once, so like, what's the second time? Um, I feel like, as we touched on, my biggest fear... As I was healing through the first time was to break it again and then that happened and really it hasn't been that bad um, the biggest difference in my recovery the first time and the second time is that the first time I chose not to do any sort of surgery mm-hmm. I just got a reset and casted which took a really really long time to heal mm-hmm. and I wasn't really aware of that but that's what I chose and that's what I had to go with and I was happy that I didn't have any like metal or screws or anything in me the first mm-hmm. time and I broke it the second time, and they pretty much told me that I didn't have a choice, and I yeah. had to get a rod in my leg. So now I have a rod going from my knee to my ankle, and I have two screws in my ankle, two screws in my knee. And that has allowed me to kind of heal a lot quicker, in a sense. Like, uh-huh. at this point last time, I had a f- cast up to my hip still, yeah. and I'm walking with no support right now. Like I don't have yeah. crutches in on the cane or anything, which I did can have a pretty cool. nice... I did have a pip cane for <laughs> a little bit. Had a wooden pimp cane. What, pimp cane with the adventure hat? Damn, son. Jenny yeah.
0: is a monocle and like a yeah. handkerchief. So I was really trying to play the part. of out. But
1: um, yeah, I feel a lot more energetic this time around because I can be mobile. I can go explore. I can go adventure. And that's what's become. It's become really special to me in a way that I get to go do those things, especially where I live. Because I usually. Right now, we're working in the afternoons, the gym, afternoons, and evenings. And so we just like get up. Go do some crazy adventure out in the middle of nowhere and still show up, show up on time, work at the gym, go home and sleep. And it's really cool and really special and I really enjoy it. So, I guess just advice to anyone that's not able to train right now is find the friends that you like being around, which is probably the parkour community because they're the best people ever. Just mm-hmm. how it works. And Go do cool shit. It doesn't have to be parkour. Just enjoy where you're at at the moment and just the future will come. Keep trying to be strong and make it
0: happen and that's just good advice for life yeah. even yeah, you know, parkour is its, uh, it's own little bubble really in it ways. really like is you were saying a, like, it's a
1: very special bubble yeah it's a special it bubble but it's
0: also just like you know the stuff that I remember from like the Storm Tour and from the the Deeper Tour is often like nothing to do with parkour and a lot no. to do with just the relationships and like the times we've had it's um, just
1: the reason that we're all together. Yeah,
0: exactly. It just brings it together. And it gets exhausting if you're talking about it all the time. Anyhow, So for sure, do something else in your life. So that you have fun things to say and you're not just talking about, like, wouldn't be sick for you to a backflip off of that? Because then people are going to get sick of you.
1: Yep.
0: <laughs> no offense to Literally. anyone who's like that. But, uh, yeah. yeah, you can't be my friend. More I'm questions. We got uh, a
1: couple rapid fire from rapid fire. the man himself, Kai
0: McKeever. Kai McKeever. Would you finger a wasp? Yes. What are the odds? One and two. Uh, I feel like fingering a wasp is just pushing a wasp
1: until it squashes. No, it's, like, it's like you'll probably kill it, but it's going to stab you.
0: I guess so. It's, kind of, it's fingering you back almost in a way. Yeah,
1: it's consensual, right?
0: Yeah, whatever, right? All right, cool. I'm going to go with uh, whatever, one and two, sure. I'll keep it that. Um, are you addicted to 2048? We're
1: talking like that. Mobile game, right?
0: 2048 mobile, mobile game, yeah. This one might be more directed at me because we played it a lot during right. the tour. There
1: was there was two days of my life. And how'd you how you fare? Poorly. Didn't like it. And now I so gave up. Yeah. Good for you. You're a better That's man than I. I uh,
0: <clears throat> I got addicted. I got to that four thousand tile once, and then that was like a years ago. And then they started playing it again in the van while we were touring, and I got addicted again. <laughs> and. I haven't yet deleted it from my phone, although I've stopped playing it. But you know, <coughs> suffice to say, I got the four thousand tile
1: again. And Good. Just, I don't have at least feel accomplished. That I don't have any games on my phone at all. Good for you. You I, shouldn't.
0: Like, it's a waste of your time in a lot of ways.
1: I have done my best to just. I am addicted to my phone, anyways. Yeah. I'm on Instagram all the time and Reddit all the time, and just all this crap, dude. And so it's just like games would just make it even worse. I only
0: ever download games on like. Tour vacation like that, yeah. Because exactly. you have like extra downtime you don't normally have, and like that's when you're no. like, oh, shit. I understand it's, that it's bad, it's bad news. Give it to your games, folks. <clears throat> All right, next up, Vinny Squeegee Fiaco, who was <clears throat> on the podcast earlier. Where do you gotta go? Poop? How do you feel? you probably go to poop. poop How shower. do you feel about shower the poop. finale of Avatar The Last Airbender? You guys watch it tonight,
1: yeah, yeah. Okay, well, this isn't the first time I've seen it, yeah. obviously.
0: I've seen it a few times ah, myself.
1: It's so good. It's like... So
0: epic. We probably shouldn't talk about it too much in case someone hasn't seen yeah, it. I don't know. I fought back two years. But one of the reasons why it's so epic is because, I mean, of the buildup. Yeah. I it's mean, like, it's a masterpiece in and, of, in and of itself, but definitely don't just go watch the finale. Watch the entire series because well, it's gonna be, it's it culminates... It.
1: If you don't watch the whole yeah. thing, the finale is not worth it. Yeah. And you, what you, it, don't the, you, you don't understand You don't understand what it is. Because and, it's all about the character development yeah. and every character kind of reaches a uh, like climax and peak in it's this single
0: episode. It's incredible. Like I don't think I've ever uh, come across a finale that was so well done. They
1: just
0: And wrapped, it's such a well done series that it, it just... Uh, oh, oh, God, it's okay. like a... Uh, uh, I can't even stop it. It's
1: ridiculous. Ridiculous. it's ridiculous. I just see it a, little, a, little, a little... I don't even know what that would Every be. Every time I watch any sort of Avatar, <laughs> I want to go good. disappear in the woods and just become the most... Uncle Iroh character I've ever been.
0: Dude, Uncle Iroh. Someone should get a tattoo of Uncle Iro. If Iroh. I can ever... i to get an Uncle Iroh tattoo? Benny, uh, It has to be his face. No, any any tattoo that people can be like... Oh, Uncle Iroh. That you don't have to... You can explain in one sentence what it is and it's... One, three. Um, Alright, ready? Yep. Three, two, one, three. two. Three. Damn it. Oh! I'm going to get it anyway. You're going to get it i going to one <laughs> and two and Ooh. But I, I do want to get the, when he
1: draws in the sand, the four nations. Oh, yeah. I want to get that. Uh, that shit, dope.
0: All right, Vinny's getting an aggro tattoo, and you guys should all watch that series. I'm going to fire these rapid fire questions at you, Kent. Are you ready? These are from Chris, <laughs> from Chris for Twist for Hollingsworth. All right, oh, I'm ready, ready for it. Vanilla or chocolate? Dark chocolate. Fayou or good shoes?
1: That's biased. That's Probably a loaded shoes. question. That's a very loaded question.
0: You say good shoes then. Yeah. Uh, cork or B-twist? Cork. Red hummus, red pepper hummus, or black bean hummus? Red pepper. Are you aware that Kent face is a thing? And no. And that it's beautiful.
1: I have no idea what that is. Uh, Chris, yeah. if we can talk about that, that'd be great. Yeah, I like Kent idea.
0: face, but I kind of like it. it, has a ring to it. Yeah. And Goteka or Gotenks? Yes. Gotenks. I don't even know what that means. Is that Dragon Ball Z or some shit?
1: I don't know enough.
0: Oh, bringing it back to our first question, by the way. Fereng just published an article on their website covering kind of the same exact shit, what to do when yeah. you're injured in downtime. So go check Actually, that out. It was good. I, I, dropped it. It. I dropped that down there for you guys. All right. Dante coming in hot with the next questions. He's, roll- he's rolling some deep questions. He's rolling deep. I don't know how deep we're going to be able to get because we're already going over What people slash projects do you feel push parkour as a whole in a good way and a bad way?
1: Oh, that's really loaded too. It's huge. Um, Man. That's a lot.
0: I feel like it's hard to say anything definitively because I think it it often has to do with the execution of said projects. Yeah, definitely. Some projects are in the same category or genre as others, but it's obvious that they have shitty intentions or it's not shitty, but like, um, you know, maybe misguided a little bit. Um, or they, they, you know, maybe some people just, they don't resonate because they don't feel genuine or honest, but other projects that are the exact same concept really on paper, work really well just because of the people involved so
1: Definitely. I don't know I can't that's I, that's like a podcast itself right there
0: boom yeah maybe we'll get into that later maybe I'll have Dante come on again because Dante's got some shit to say maybe that's why I brought it up in the first place but uh, we touched on it earlier I think competitions for example are in most video projects are, most most of the things everyone's doing in parkour
1: like the clothing brands like the big video projects like Justin's dropping new video tomorrow so excited yeah. for that crap um Like, all the clothing brands, fucking store, Merm, Fereng, like, all of those guys are doing great things. They're supporting themselves. I really enjoy it. In general, pretty much everyone. The majority of the community. Yeah, I think everyone's doing a good job. Like,
0: everyone shits on Adam Dunlap for a reason, but he's just doing, you know, like a...
1: I don't want to get started.
0: I don't want to get started. I'm just saying, like, it's not that he's doing, like, a clothing brand and that's what's wrong. Like, you couldn't say, like... that's not the problem. It's not the project. It's, like... Yeah, I, I feel like uh, it's it's just tough, man. What people? I don't know. We'll get back to you, Dante. Fuck! Why, why are you dropping bombs on us, man? The, <laughs> it's the eleventh hour, man. We can't just he be knows this we're shit. gonna be late coming to these questions. Is. He's such a beast when he says this stuff. Um, yeah, I don't know. We're gonna have to go into that. How often? Podcast.
1: How often do you think you should go out and train parkour if you want to progress to an elite level? Um, most days. Uh, obviously there was a point where I decided that I wanted to do that daily
0: that was, yeah, you, you did it in a, that's another thing though, that kind of brings you back to the first question, it's like you did dailies in a way that was like really, really good, it pushed you and parkour as a whole, to use Dante's words exactly, in a really good way some people use it as an excuse to basically film themselves Those, doing yeah. like maybe nothing, stuff. or not really pushing yeah. themselves I mean, it's the intention. You made it a, pr- a criteria that every post you made was going to be something that pushed you, right? Yeah, I mean,
1: that's pretty much what it was.
0: And so it's not necessarily like dailies is like going to work for everyone. I think you have to be really smart about how you train. Dante, for example, is an elite level, but he trains a lot less maybe than someone like Callum Powell who trains Most days. nonstop. Yeah. And they have very different styles, but you know, maybe you have to cater to your body type. I can't train as often as Cal does. I'd fall apart. Yeah, but if I train really smart, I feel like I can still get better. And I don't know.
1: Definitely gotta listen to your body, man.
0: Yeah, I don't know, man. You you gotta. I think again, it comes down to how you train. If you're gonna train smart, probably less often. Um, and you shouldn't have, especially when you start getting to those elite levels. It often often has to do with mindset and your the place you're in. I mean, we and Dylan had this conversation on the tour recently and it was kind of just like mind-boggling to realize that like my body hasn't really gotten that much stronger maybe than it was like a year ago, unless I've like, been focusing on it. or I've been stronger in my training like physically, but I can do shit that I would never have done back then now because of like the yeah. experience I've had. So I'm writing an article about it and it's, I think I've talked about it before, but basically I, I'm, I think I've helped or I've allowed myself to gain a lot more momentum by training smart and not really worrying about like how often I train, but what am I training? Am I learning when every time I train or am I just like warming up? and warming down. Am I, what am I gaining from each session?
1: Yeah.
0: Boom. Just jerked myself off a little bit. Uh, what are some of the biggest sources you draw inspiration from?
1: Ooh. All right. Um, I think I think the two biggest ins- like sources of inspiration are my friends in parkour. So the people that I actually know personally or have met at some point who I can, like, manifest their movement on a person-to-person basis. Like, I see some people who I haven't met and they just go crap on everyone and they don't – it seems, like, unobtainable almost. Mm-hmm. But the people that I'm actually friends with and, like – can hang out with and train with, those are the people that really inspire me. So, like, when I get to, like, train with you guys, or one of the biggest ones, obviously, is when I get to go train with Vinny Coriel. We vibe on a very similar level. Oh, Vinny! Okay. It's just, like, <laughs> it's crazy. He's yeah. one of the best athletes I've ever met.
0: Vinny's inspiring just, like, from any distance, I feel like. He's no, for sure. Big... But once you get to, like, yeah. that if personal like, level of, like, you, movement, yeah, it's yeah. crazy.
1: So, it's just, like, he makes me want to go out and kill it. Like, a lot of the story guys, when I met them, I really really appreciate max's movement
0: max henry is so
1: technically sound. Yeah.
0: yeah i always feel really shitty about myself being around him and alex shower at the same time that's, if Vinny was oh, there i would have killed myself yeah that's like, like, because like <laughs> they all have such better technique than uh, i do and i just i feel like i don't deserve to do anything because my technique's not as good as theirs you know what i'm saying yeah
1: max is it's like, like i shouldn't be allowed to do a conversation
0: <laughs> until i can do it as well as them yeah
1: you're like I do parkour, and they're yeah. like, "No, you don't. We do parkour,
0: <laughs> dude." Yeah, Max and then is I also so
1: also draw a lot of inspiration from a lot of like visual artists, like photographers and stuff. Right now, uh, pretty much the vast majority of my Instagram feed right now is just really, really dope photographers, and it just really inspires me to like get out and go do shit and just create cool things. I guess generally, just inspires me to create and not just consume is yeah. the biggest thing.
0: Yep. I'm 100% behind you and uh, all that. And uh, for me, I also watch a lot of UFC because I'm in love with UFC Um, because those athletes, there's a lot of parallels I think that they face, like that we are facing. Yeah. Skateboarding, I love skateboarding. I like, I just, I draw inspiration from people with a lot of work ethic. People that really work because everyone that is at a really high level worked hard to get there. And the more you kind of follow people, you realize like how hard they actually worked. Comedians, I really like too. I love, watching stand-up comedy is, like, one of my favorite things. Um, And it's a craft, and they make it look effortless, but they've probably been eating shit for, like, five or ten years or 15 before they got to the level that they're at. So, perseverance, like, people just doing stuff always inspires me. All right, last question from Dante. What is one thing you would make a whole career out of if you were good enough at it? I'll answer first. Mine would be stand-up, like I just mentioned. You can go on yours.
1: I don't know if it's, like, a if I could do anything or if it's, like, a realistic question, so I'm going to take it realistically, but... My other career would obviously be photography. That's just what I've been enjoying right now. I feel I have a lot of skills in web design, graphic design, photography, typography, a lot of like visual arts. Mm -hmm. And the more I do all of those, the more I enjoy taking pictures. And it's just, I don't know, it's a lot more natural to me. I have a lot of fun with it. So I think that would be probably the biggest thing that I would want to pursue outside of parkour. You want to be a UFC fighter? No, nah, dude, I don't like fighting. <laughs> <laughs> no,
0: me neither. I'm such a One big, time... Like, I would run and cry, go away. Probably, yeah, but one uh, time... Uh, I just I think was, it's really badass.
1: I don't know who asked me this question. We were driving the car, and someone very out of nowhere was like, Ken, are you a pacifist? And I was like, no, I'm not. And then, like... But it's been probably, like, a year since that happened. I don't know why it stuck with me so hard, but the more I think about it, the more I agree with it. Yeah. And, like, I see, a, like, I see stuff like that.
0: I think I'm if more of a pacifist on like a global scale when it comes to like going to war and shit like and people dying. I can see For that. For UFC and stuff, like it is pretty violent and there's a lot of things that probably I don't allow myself to think about so I don't have to be ashamed of watching yeah. like people getting probably some Just severe brain arm. trauma and uh, broken arms. But what I think I like about it is that they well, most of them, are, you know, do you, the MMA community at large, there might be a lot of shitheads in it, but the athletes that are at the top of their game they got there again because of their hard work. The, most of them are very humble yeah. because they get the shit kicked out of them all the time in training. So definitely, you know, most of them don't really actually think they're super badass. They're not actually prone to fight, but they're they they're just, just they're, they're literally and figuratively doing battle, and it's, yeah. it's really intense. Um, all right, let's move along. Let's see if we can get through these pretty quick. Nick Brooks asking a question about man buns. Maybe we'll just gloss over that. Um <laughs> year Yaron, Yaron, Erkin. What made you want to start your own gym?
1: I wanted to create a community in Missoula. The biggest thing is like Michael and I, I feel like struggled a lot in our first first few years of parkour and I didn't want other people to have to do that again and I wanted to create a place that we could all like share and like really, you know, have a community, have a home for parkour in Missoula and create a really cool thing and give a lot of kids a place to learn parkour easily.
0: man um where's the next place you guys
1: want to train generally if I get to train I don't give a fuck where you train <laughs> if I'm training again I'm down man can't <laughs> <Ken> gas <laughs> I haven't as long like as he's training he's actually uh, trained. yeah I haven't really like trained in almost a year now I did some bar stuff when I was like recuperating which is at this point like more my I guess my favorite form of movement is, but parkour in general is just so much fun. I enjoy all of it. Uh, I think if you've watched like any of my videos, it really yeah. like points through. Yeah, um, in a lot of ways,
0: uh, Alex Shaw Alex reminds me of you and Vinny Corey a lot. Yeah, the way he moves, he's like, super effortless, super well-rounded, like pretty much good at everything. Really good. Time. Yeah,
1: I feel a lot of ties between Vinny and Alex. But uh, if I had to like choose somewhere, I'd go probably to Denmark and go try and find you. Joe's Dude, like, Fuck Joe's yeah. the bar sensor. I and
0: I don't want to say too much about it because it's been way too long already, and we're uh, still not even like we still have like a Christmas is probably the earliest we're gonna get this Helm's Deeper documentary out, but Joe is fucking insane and he has really really He's, interesting things to say yeah. too. Um, so He's I'll one of the most about.
1: disciplined people I've met in parkour. Dude.
0: He treats parkour like a martial art. It's so freaking cool. It's super badass. Yeah, he made everyone's dicks like really hard for <laughs> me. Like, there was, it was kind of a group like this when we sat and did an interview with him and it was just like, everyone was just like, damn, son. Yeah. I remember, it was, uh, like, super super inspiring. I got to
1: take over. We went to take over in 2013, 14? I don't know. I can't count. But, there were like a few people, you know, you meet everyone, and like, hey, what's up? And like, yeah, either like you kind of know them mm-hmm. or you like know who they are and like a couple of people were like, oh yeah, like I know you, whatnot. The very, very small number actually like, said, like, hey, like, I know who you are. And one of those people was Joe. And I had a fucking biggest fucking fangirl moment right <laughs> then. He was like, yeah, you're like, you do the dailies, right? And I was still doing dailies at the time. I was like, oh, fuck! He has a really good
0: Joe impression, by the way.
1: What the fuck?
0: Yeah. <laughs> he sounds just like man. He spoke the, with the least amount of accent
1: out of anyone. I've ever seen, yeah. yeah it was really ridiculous. it so sounds like he's from Alabama or something. Yeah. I show my pants a little bit. It was great. Dude, he is so epic. So much respect for Joe.
0: Yeah, his latest thing that came out whatever a few months month ago or whatever it was Parkour, people just like should quit one
1: yeah I don't even feel like we're doing the same thing
0: oh god it's nuts but it's um, <clears that's throat> his freak strength so good. Uh, Josh Doey what is yeah some bullshit question what
1: is it in the best and time me too yeah
0: and three um, Seth Young you inspired me to do <laughs> last year's threes and run on rails how would you build up some mental confidence on and massive control on
1: rails? Um, I feel like it pretty much comes down to any other skill in parkour. is just practice small. Um, you yep, do. Yep. You know, like, get some, like, ground rails and, you know, get really comfortable. Yeah, it's confident all about that
0: rails. training smart again, like you were talking about. Yeah. I think. Fine. If you're not doing it the way, and again, also with the Max Henry stuff we touched on, if you're not doing it the way that you want to do it when you're at height and, like, on the ground or whatever, just keep doing it on the ground. or, Like, I... I'm embarrassed about how fast my progression is in quotes, in the early years because I just have shit technique that I now I have to have been going back to work on things and make things look cleaner. And but I wish I was more like Max Henry or more like Vinny Correll that basically every time they do something they do it perfect, and they're only really allowing themselves I feel like to do things that are well within their skill set. Um, so that's the best way. The slow progression feels slow. But then you get to Max Henry's level and you can do everything. Yeah. You know? And he's going to do it right when he does it. Yeah. Whereas like, you know, if you take more of a style like mine, you might think you got to Max Henry's level fast, but guess what? You have shitty landings or it's not going to look as good as you thought you did or you're not going to be as safe doing it because your technique's a little off. If
1: all of your basics are just like really spot on, you can do everything. Yeah, exactly. That's just how it goes.
0: If you break it down into the little blocks that it is, you realize that everything is just made up of like a landing and a jump. <laughs> and, Pretty much. Yeah. The jump might be off your hands. Jump might not be off your hands or you know, it might be off one foot or two. Um, but if you don't know how to like do the basic stuff well. But yeah, just practice, whatever. All right, we're talking all, <laughs> out of our assholes right now. Um, any last words? Benny?
1: Uh, s- salmon. Oh, salmon. Yeah. Oh, God. Going Balls to Balls Jam. Headed on Balls, 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 Balls Jam. If you guys haven't made it out to Missoula yet, just. I know it's really out there and we're at the small corner of American Canada, but just do it. Okay, Brandon, can, Brandon have you been there yet? I haven't been there yet. Ken okay, so can't say this and Brandon hasn't been there. The Missoula Gym on Power Movement is the best small gym in the country, hands down. Agree. It is the best. It is so well spaced, it makes. It makes me wish big gyms were small gyms sometimes. Like, there's lanes everywhere for you to walk. Yeah. There's lanes for you to run at everything. But you can always connect one obstacle to another obstacle in that entire gym. Um, they like a boss. They like boss. No, and I
0: could tell that even from the videos. I remember, like, pulling some of the design and enforcing um, when we were designing Apex Movement Boulder to adopt some of your guys' like, like the corner... just that little structure where you had like the square basically with like rails and then walls combined i was like that's what i'm fucking talking about man like that was the most basic shit but when you made that that was like one of the actually the more innovative structures it accomplishes so much in such a little space and it's just like that's the kind of shit that integration that i really enjoy in a parkour gym so go visit unparalleled movement follow kent johns on instagram at kent underscore johns kent underscore johns and nice. twitter and snapchat maybe i don't know if you have any yeah. things you want to promote
1: that's my that's my jones. name i think everywhere all
0: right kent underscore no. kent johns
1: jones. kent jones
0: um thank you guys for listening to Kurt. our Kurt newest and latest episode of high drop thanks to christine dietrich for letting us use her apartment
1: <laughs> and thank you Brandon douglas for having me i've actually been wanting to do this for a long dude, time dude me
0: too man i'm so glad we're back in the studio um, and by studio, I mean a couple of Christmas couch cushions. <laughs> couch cushions like cropped up to help dampen the sound maybe. Probably not at all. Not even a little bit. And uh, <laughs>
1: It's brick walls.
0: It's, yeah. Um, so now we're
1: going to go to bed and get up at 5 and drive Jordan 14 hours
0: home. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. All right, you guys have been great. Thanks for listening. And we are out. Hey, drop. Hey, drop.
1: What up?